Hi, this is Amanda. And this is Lindsay. And we're True Crepes, where the stories are true and the crepes are real. We'll cover recipes from grandiose goo to the possibly palatable Parisian cuisine, to the humble ham, and to tense and terrifying tales of true cooking, to everything else that goes sizzle in your pan. We want you to join us while we talk crepes. Hey, everybody. You may have noticed that was a different intro because today we're not talking about creeps. We're talking about crips. We're talking about the horrifying tale of Amanda and I learning how to make crips. Happy April Fool's Day. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoy. But for real, we are going to talk about crips. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For a while, we're going to talk about crips. And we've already had this discussion before we started recording. We say them differently. Yes. I say crips. I say crepes. Yeah. And then I Googled it and that's how Americans say crepe. So I feel like I won. Yeah, but I figured it's a French food. So you would say it how French. But I'm not French. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying croissant, but I'm like croissant. (laughs) American. But for whatever reason, that one just (laughs) stuck in the old noggin. I think it's from like my Girl Scout days. There was a day called Thinking Day. What is that? That's not a day where you just contemplate life. You like learn about different cultures. And we had crepes. And someone told little Lindsay that it was crepes and not crepes. And it stuck in there. It's true. But I feel like an imposter. Well, I don't think I'm fooling anybody. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. (laughs) I would just feel like, you you know, like if you're trying to say something with the correct accent and they're like, but uh, yeah, you don't speak like that. You you sound like an idiot. (laughs) So, Amanda, do you want to tell us about how your crepe adventure went? By us, I mean me. (laughs) So when we first had the discussion of maybe doing true crepes, I was like, I've never made a crepe. I don't know how to do it. I'm afraid of it. I've made pancakes. That's the closest I've come to a crepe. And so I felt like I should go straight to the source. And she went to France. I went to France. (laughs) During a panini. (laughs) Panini. During a panini. Haven't you seen when people call the pandemic like any other P word, like panoramic? Any P word will do. No, I mean, panini fits. Panini, yeah. So during this panini, you went to France. I did. And by going to France, I went straight to a French person and asked them how they would make a crepe. (laughs) And special thank you to Tristan because he sent me a crepe recipe and then made a how-to video. I'd like to point out that I didn't know that this happened with Amanda because she had sent me these beautiful pictures of crepes plated gorgeous. There's like a drizzle on them. They're just stunning on her little spiderweb plates. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I knew it was her first time. And I was like, okay, Amanda Amanda bakes. So she's like, she's good. And I was like, okay, like I should, I was like, if she can do it on her first time, like surely this won't be terrible. It's only when I'm sending her like gloopy messages. She's like, oh, by the way, someone gave me a step-by-step tutorial. And I'm like, oh man, these are not going to be the same. Also, YouTube does exist, Lindsay, because I watched others as well. (laughs) That is how I eventually learned. My first one was like, Think of if you took a pancake and a tortilla and made it into a new food. That was mine. Is that not how this was supposed to turn out a little bit? Well, no, it was just, it looked like a tortilla, but it was as thick as a pancake. Oh, she she was thick. She was thick. And then I got better, but I didn't have the, the cute little tool that I saw on other YouTube videos, not on his because he just can make them. What did he use then? How did he spread it? Nothing. I guess French people just get it. And if you don't know the tool we're talking about, it looks like a tea. And the whole point of the tool is to spread the batter around the circular surface you have to make the crepe. 
Yeah, that didn't happen with me. I think maybe my batter was just a little bit too thick because he could eye it. And I saw that he had added a little bit more. Was he like moving his pan around to move it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, did it all fancy. Anyways, so the recipe that I was given also, because it was a true French recipe, was given in grams and in liters, which we do not use that here, which we should, but we don't. So I will give it in both. So quick recipe. It was very little ingredients, which I was happy for, but it was 500 grams of flour or about four cups, pinch of salt, six eggs, two tablespoons of olive oil. And then this is where it was a little different and I didn't expect it. It's three fourths of a liter, which ends up being about three cups. And it was beer and milk. And you do half of the amount in beer and half in milk, but you add the milk first. Delicious. It, yeah, it sounded very odd to me. And he recommended using like Heineken beer, like a light beer. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I used that. And what you do is you add the flour first, you make kind of a pocket, and then you add the other ingredients, and then you add the milk, and then after you add the beer. And then you have to cover it with a cloth for an hour, and then you can cook them. Yes. To get the bubbles out, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So then you you put it in the pan, you let it cook for about 30 seconds, and then you flip it. But I did buy a crepe spatula, so I do own one crepe tool now. Okay, nice, nice. What flavors did you do? So personally, I would probably do a savory with these crepes because I tasted the beer a little bit more, but I think it's because I'm not a big fan of beer. Mike, my, my husband, didn't really taste the beer all that much. Or you can just add a little bit more milk, I guess. But what I did personally was sweet. So I did cookie butter inside one with chocolate chips. So the chocolate melted. Delicious. And then I topped with whipped cream and chocolate syrup. And then on the other one, I did like a strawberries and cream. Mm. So I made a strawberry glaze, cut up some strawberries, put that in there, and then I topped with vanilla ice cream and chocolate. Amanda was very fancy with hers. <laughs> I tried. I had to cover them up because they didn't look that great. <laughs> <laughs> That's good thinking, though. You were like, oh, garnish it heavily. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And then they looked beautiful. I watch a lot of Food Network. They were stunning. We'll put pictures up, too. So speaking of Food Network, the recipe that I followed originally was Alton Brown's. Love him. He's great. However, when I made the crepes with his recipe, it tasted a lot more just like noodles. Amanda and I were talking and she like told me what was in hers because I was I'd asked, I was like, is there yeast in yours? Because mine didn't have any yeast in it. And I wondered if that was one of the reasons why it tasted a little noodly as opposed to more like bread like. I altered the recipe I was using. So what I had was it was about a cup of milk, a pinch of yeast, two eggs, three tablespoons of melted butter, one cup of all purpose flour and then olive oil to coat the crepe griddle that I got. It was like 30 bucks on like some Amazon deal site, which is from Amanda showing it to me. Okay, so you got real fancy. You bought like all of the equipment. No, but all of the equipment came in one thing. And I also really like, uh, like a countertop griddle. I think those are super helpful. And like whenever I do things like pancakes or make grilled cheeses, I love to use like one of the plug-in griddles as opposed to just a pan because I think it cooks it more evenly. But it's nice because now I have it for like whenever we have like people over one day when this panini is done. I can't wait for your crepe night. I want photos. There absolutely will be a crepe night. So it comes with the two tools. One looks like a paint stirrer, which is like the crepe spatula. Both of the things that I got were wooden. But the other tool, it looks like a tea. And the idea is you kind of like loosely hold it in your wrist 
and kind of very like gingerly drag the batter all around so it coats the whole thing because it's on a griddle, right? As opposed to like a pan and a pan, you can swish it around, but on a griddle, you can't. And so did that. The first time I made it, I did not like the way it tasted because it was noodly, right? It didn't matter how long I cooked it. It just like stayed kind of like a big, long, flat noodle, which is enticing, but it's not what we were aiming for. But then I switched the recipe and I was much happier. I made ham and cheese and then I did Nutella and then Nutella and banana for my family who likes that kind of stuff. And I also made my sweet baby niece, Olivia, a banana crip. So cute. Which she loved. (laughs) I liked it. It was fun. Once I got the hang of it, I liked it. But at first they looked like monstrosities. And there was a little bit of like, Lindsay, when you start things for the first time, you're not going to be good at them because you're not like a random prodigy of crip making. I expected to be. I expected to be good at all things. And I'm always seriously let down when I'm not immediately perfect at them. It's a problem. I'm working on it. You know, when you make pancakes, the first couple of pancakes you make are like you remembering how to make pancakes. So because crepes are pancake-esque, I was like, okay, this is how I can like justify like the learning curve of my brain is like, I need to get like the hang of this like griddle thing and and the thinner batter, but they were delicious. (laughs) And what I learned, like the trick when you were making them is not to use butter or a spray or anything like we tend to use, right? When you bake things, I don't know, when you think of pancakes and that sort of thing. But what you do is you take olive oil in a dish and you dip a paper towel in it and use that on the pan rather than putting too much. Mm-hmm. And it totally worked. It did because I used butter the first time and that didn't work. And I use butter when I make pancakes and it always works like great. But for this, it was not the way. I did Amanda's olive oil and paper towel situation, and that worked much, much better. I also, because I was cooking them on a griddle, I think it may have taken longer because you're like 30 seconds on each side. I had like four minutes on each side. Like (laughs) it was like like, I I like washed like every dish in the house. I was like doing things in between. Hanging out with Marge. Hanging out with Marge. At one point, I forgot one was cooking. And so I came back to it and I made crip chips. (laughs) (laughs) really crunchy and i'm just saying if you wanted to make an abomination of food combinations i think that crepe nachos could be a thing where you take like you crisp them up break them into pieces and maybe you have like your nutella your cookie butter that strawberry glaze situation you were talking about like you dip it like that sounds very good you're an innovator i'm an innovator it's what i do (laughs) call food network alton brown Get out of here. It's me now. I know science of food. I'm no food scientist. Yeah. And and always refer back to Leonardo episode for Lindsay's food science. Yes. Yes. In case you just didn't need that. When I full on like ignored you and you were like, Lindsay, I bake a lot. It's probably this. And I was like, who could say? <laughs> Sorry. It took me a second because I blocked out my being wrong because sometimes I am an abrasive know-it-all. I'm aware of it. I try not to be, but it is a small part, quote unquote, of my personality. So yeah. Well, this isn't the first time that we've discussed cooking. No, it's not. It's not. Amanda's like, she's a solid baker. She will, she's like, oh, I'm just like whipping up a cake. And then it has like like that drizzle down the side and like the fancy icing on top. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what is like whipping up a cake? When I whip up a cake, it looks like a child made it because I'm like, it's out of the oven. Better put icing on when like, I know, I know, I know. That hurts my heart. I know because I should wait, but I'm so excited. And I always tell myself it's going to go great. 
It doesn't. Mm -mm. You got to do that crumb layer. Even when I try to like give it some time, it doesn't matter. It always is a mess. Anyway, that's not what you're here for. You're here for crepes. Amanda, what kind of crepes do you want to make in the future? I I always like sweet, obviously, baking. So Mm -hmm. I want like a dark chocolate type ganache maybe with, I don't know. I, I, I love peanut butter. So peanut butter or I think a fruit would go best with it though. So maybe like dark chocolate and strawberries, although I've already done strawberries. Sounds good. And then I I did try to do a breakfast crepe as well after with Mm -hmm. the leftover ones the next morning and they worked out better. But I feel like I need to get more ingredients. What about you? Yeah, I could even see like you could do like a sweet breakfast one where maybe you did sausage, but you did maple syrup too. I have other ingredients to make crepes, but the plans where we originally going to make those crepes fell through. So I want to make a pesto bacon arugula crepe. You're getting too fancy for me. It's mainly because I want all of those things together, and this seems like a good vehicle for it. That sounds great. But also just like a a good old ham and cheese was very good. That sounds good, too. Yeah, I I feel like I need to be a little more open and explore the world of crepes a bit more because I only thought of sweet and there's so much more stuff. Well, if you decide to make some crepes, we're going to have our recipes on our social media as always. And by our recipes, we, we mean stolen recipes. No, mine is not a stolen recipe because I edited it to actually be delicious in a way that I liked. So I maintain that mine may have been started by Alden Brown, but he does not add yeast. And he said to put water in it with the milk. And I just I think it made it too noodly. Yeah. And it never browned. It stayed like, it just wasn't great. Like I had Ben try a piece and he was like, what is this? Like, you're like, it's good. Yeah. And also, I was like, <laughs> well, no, no. Like the first round I was like, it's something because am I a, a crepe scientist? No. Are you preparing to be though? No, but I have met crepe scientists because there's like an amazing crepe place near here called Sophie's Crepes. And she makes, I say she, but like it's a company. They make like amazing crepes and they're so good. So I've like enjoyed a crepe in my day. So this wasn't like the first time I try one and I'm trying to make it as well. You know what I mean? So I was like, this doesn't feel right. But if you want these recipes, go to our social media. Happy April Fool's Day. (laughs) We'll also have our monstrosities and our palatable Parisian cuisine. So we'll see you tomorrow for our second True Crime Digest. Our real episode. Bye. Thanks for listening. For more information on our sources, please visit our website, truecreeps.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at truecreepspod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash truecreepspod, and on Twitter at truecreeps. We'd love for you to keep creeping with us. So if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the show with your fellow creeps. 